Hi, Tuesday morning, and welcome to the Lady Life Podcast, an inspirational podcast for ladies of all ages. I am your host, Kimberly Gladney, Christian author and the creator of the Lady Life Magazine. And this morning, I am thrilled to have a just wonderful, uh, beautiful friend of mine, friend for um, uh, many years now, Lady Noelle Haddad is with us this morning, and I am just so excited to have her here. And so Noelle, she's a wife, uh, she's a singer, and you know what, I'm just going to pause right there at singer. Um, she just has the most beautiful, angelic voice, and I can remember when I um, first heard Noelle sing, actually she was living in Atlanta at the time. Um, and she was there with uh, one of my favorite uh, pastors and one of my favorite teachers, uh, Pastor Charles Stanley. So she was there at the First Baptist Atlanta location, and um, she was she was in the choir, and she was leading a song, and it was just so beautiful, and um, her voice is just so encouraging. It's so beautiful, and I do mean it. When you hear it, you'll know what I'm saying. It's angelic, and so I am so thrilled to have her here, and most importantly, um, Noelle is a great woman of faith, um, great woman of faith. And as a matter of fact, she's there now um, and she's moved a few places throughout her journey. And I'm sure she'll mention some of that um, for you so you can um, get to know her a little better. But now she's actually located there in Dallas, Texas. And now she's at the First Baptist um, Dallas, Texas location. Okay, so now she's with another one of my favorite teachers and pastors. Many of you know uh, Dr. Robert Jeffress. So she's there and she leads, um, you know, um, she's in the choir and um, she leads there on the front row um, with the Dallas First Baptist Dallas uh, worship singers there and the choir. And you have to check out um, one of the songs that she recently I'm saying there uh, with the choir and it's found on YouTube and I will put that link on my Facebook page and my Instagram page um, so you can go and hear her sing but the song that she sings in case you just want to search is there on YouTube and the name of the song is Jesus Never Fails and it's with Noel Haddad and our brother Larry Pierce and together oh my goodness so encouraging so you have to go there and listen uh, to the First Baptist Dallas worship, okay? Um, so welcome, Noel. Good morning. Welcome to the Lady Life Podcast. Thank you, Kimberly. Good morning. I'm so happy to be with you today. Thank you for having me. Yes. And so um, for our uh, listening audience, Noel and I, we're just going to have a lovely conversation today. We're just going to talk and we're going to converse um, about God's divine will. That is the subject for um, the month of September. We'll be talking about God's divine will, his personal plan for our lives. And many of you know, um, there are a lot of times where we have our own personal plans, but we know as the longer you live, you come to find out that uh, God's plan always prevails because he has a special plan for each one of our lives. And so we're just going to talk. We're going to talk about it. And so, Noelle, I would just like to know, growing up, what were your aspirations? Sure. So growing up, um, I really wanted to be a mom. I love to play with my baby dolls and I was always 
very maternal. Um, I have, I'm the oldest of four children. So I have two brothers and a sister and I helped my mom growing up um, taking care of my siblings. So I had a lot of experience and I thought, oh, when I grow up, I'm just going to have a bunch of kids. I really didn't care how many. Um, And when I was a teen, I also developed a love for musicals. So I've always loved to sing. I've been singing since I was probably about six years old with my dad in church. Um, He started out as a music minister. So music's always been a part of my life. So I think that was an aspiration is just to, you know, kind of continue with my, um, my musical talent that I believe that God had given me. Um, And then I kind of shifted my focus to dreaming of singing and acting professionally. I did some community theater when I was about 15 years old for several years. Um, So I did community theater and also theater within my church in Atlanta that you mentioned before. Um, And so singing in church, doing community theater, I just loved all of that. That world was so fascinating to me. Um, And I actually had an audition when I was in my early 20s um, for a Broadway style musical that was going to be performed in in Atlanta. And I didn't make the cut because they were looking for people that were a little taller than me, believe it or not, because I'm pretty tall. Um, But they told me they loved my voice. And they were like, come back and try out again. And I thought, oh, that would be amazing. And then as I'll talk a little bit later, my life kind of took a turn. But um, I also did some modeling and some commercials. And I always really enjoyed that. So growing up, you know, I just had all of these different interests and ideas of where my life would take me. And as you know, God always has a plan for our life. And sometimes it's not exactly what we would think. That is so true. And so that brings this next point up, this next question. So has your life turned out like you thought it would? And explain. So definitely it has not turned out like I thought it would. Um, I really thought by this point I would have had a lot of experience with singing and acting more professionally, maybe going on tours. Um, I had taken voice lessons for a long time. And like I said, just was really interested in that kind of that world. So I really thought I would have done more with theater and performing. Um, I also planned to marry a lot younger. Um, I really wanted to be married in my early 20s. And God had a different plan for me. I ended up getting married at age 31, um, which is still pretty young by today's standards. A lot of people are waiting longer. And um, so I really thought that 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 would be the course of my life. I never thought I would marry someone from another country. Um, And I'll explain a little bit about that in a little while. I never, ever imagined that in my wildest dreams. I thought I would marry someone from Atlanta, grow up in, you know, a cute little house with a white picket fence, have a bunch of kids. Um, but marrying someone from another country, living in another country, I never, ever in my wildest dreams thought that would happen. Um, I also thought I would have a few kids by now. And currently we do not have children. Um, we've been married for about eight years and that's been a little bit of a struggle. So, you know, you know, we plan our lives, but God orders our steps. And so definitely, you know, my life, I love my life, but it has not turned out anything like I thought it would. Yes, Noel, you know, that is true for, you know, most of us, especially those who are Christ followers, um, because, you know, he has a special purpose and um, the special design um, for our lives. So I can totally relate to everything that you were saying. You know, many of us have a story and we, you know, we have these dreams and these aspirations and um, the way we think um, that our lives should look, you know, um, but as we find out that God has another plan, right? He has another plan. So um, through your life's experiences, would you say that your plan was best? Or as you are learning um, today, currently, 
And as you, in hindsight, as you look back and where you are today, would you say that God's plan has been best for your life? I would say definitely God's plan was the best by far for my life. I couldn't have even imagined writing a story like God has written for my life so far. And I know there's so much more to come, Lord willing. Um, But I've always seen his hand working so much in my life in every experience that I've had. Um, I do think also that I know some of us can relate to this, that he always prepares us for things before they happen. Some of us see that more than others in our life, because I think some of us move more or have more changes, maybe job changes. Um, You know, maybe we've gone through, you know, um, losing a loved one or, you know, just a lot of change in our life can come about. And I feel like personally, he's always kind of given me a little bit of a hint that something was coming. Usually I don't know exactly what it'll be, but it's almost like he's stirring in me. Some kind of change is coming. And I've really loved that about my relationship with the Lord because his plans for me, um, I may not know exactly what they are, but I know that he holds me in the palm of his hand. And I know that he orchestrates things beyond what I could imagine. Um, and just some some examples of that. Um, I worked my way through college and he provided, you know, the way for me to do that, to come out without any debt. That was a huge blessing for me. Um, it took me a lot longer than most people, but, um, I ended up, you know, working my way through and having lots of work experience. So he, the way he orchestrated that was such a blessing. He's always provided for the jobs that I've had. I've never had to, you know, to worry about what would be next. Definitely. I've had times where, you know, I was like, okay, Lord, I'm kind of stuck in this job. I'm not exactly sure what you have for me. Um, or I've been in between jobs before, but his provision has always been amazing. Um, he's provided ways for me to travel. I love to travel. So he's provided that, um, just orchestrated so many amazing, um, opportunities for me that I never would have had, um, through all kinds of different ways. Um, and then meeting my husband, I mentioned that earlier that my husband's from another country. This is probably the biggest thing that was amazing to me that he orchestrated and his plan. It just shows how amazing he is. So my husband is from Lebanon, from the country of Lebanon. And I went on a mission trip, um, in 2010 with my church in Atlanta with Charles, pastor Charles Stanley's church. And I was there for, um, a mission trip to work with, um, Syrian refugee kids. And I thought I would just go. I wasn't really looking for a relationship at that time. I wasn't currently dating anyone. And I really just wanted to go and focus on the kids. And I was helping to lead worship. And I just really enjoyed my, my trip at the end of the trip on the very last day, I ended up meeting with Sam through his sister who happened to be the liaison for our trip. Um, she was living in Lebanon and was working with our team and she just asked him to come and be another driver for our team to take us out to dinner. And I happened to ride with him. Obviously this was God's plan. And we started a relationship. Um, we ended up meeting again after about a year and a half, I went back to Lebanon just to spend time with his family and get to know them. And I ended up getting engaged on that trip. It was so crazy. I came back home engaged and people thought I was crazy, but you know, I mean, when God has a plan for our lives, it's not crazy. It's something that he's writing, something that we could never imagine. Um, And then we lived in Lebanon for about four years. So yes, I did get married and I moved to another country. I learned (laughs) another language. Um, So just seeing how God has, has planned my life for me, I just, it's almost like a movie. I never could have written that kind of script. And then he provided a home for us in Lebanon. We own a home there that we're currently renting out for some Brazilian missionaries um, who are working in Lebanon. And that has just been the biggest blessing to be able to, you know, allow them to, 
to have a home there. And um, he provided a home for us when we moved back to the state. So we were there in Lebanon for four years. And even during that time, God provided things for me to do. He had wonderful opportunities for me to work with refugee children there and some schools and some churches. Um, so I've had just some amazing experiences that have just really blessed me and grown me in my faith. Yes, you know, moving to another country really challenged me. Um, learning Arabic was really difficult, but I can see how how God prepared me, even as a younger child, just having dreams and aspirations that were a little bigger than myself prepared me for what God was getting ready to do in my life. That is beautiful. And first of all, when you are in God's divine will, provision will be there because you're in his will. Um, so I right. hope that encourages someone today. You know, you might be in that space where things are just not working. Well, I invite you to pray. I invite you to develop that relationship with God that Noel is talking about um, and getting his will, his divine will, and you will see the provision um, in the most amazing way. And so, Noel, I want you to... Um, encourage the single ladies because that is so good there are a lot of single ladies out there that do you know listen to the podcast and your story is amazing because you were in your 30s um and God had a plan you never knew you know um that that would happen so can you just give the single ladies just a word of encouragement those that are yet waiting you know for that moment Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad you asked that because that was something I struggled with a lot. I, you know, talking back about my aspirations when I mentioned earlier about wanting to get married at a young age and wanting to have kids. And during my single years, I just really wrestled with that. I said, God, what are you doing? And I was dating during that time. I dated some really godly, you know, men during that time. And I can see how the Lord used all of um, those relationships to prepare me for my husband that, you know, that I have now. And, but I also saw during that time, how God's hand was such a hand of encouragement and blessing and grace. It was not always easy, but definitely I would encourage single women that are listening. God has a plan and his plans are so much better than what you can even imagine. And please, please, please do not settle. Do not settle for less than God's best for you because I, like I said, I had dated some young men that I really thought I, there were a couple that I really thought I would marry and there was nothing wrong with them. They were following God. They loved the Lord, but it was not God's best for me. And when I saw that clearly, I'm so thankful that I was willing to be obedient and to end those relationships because waiting for Wassam was the biggest blessing in my life. So I would just encourage you, you know, take the time that you have in your single years to focus on the Lord, really dive into his word. I spent a lot of time studying. I spent a lot of time and volunteering, helping other people, maybe find a mom, you know, that has kids that she just needs a break or, you know, find a, a newlywed who you're friends with that you can encourage in her marriage, because that is going to prepare you for what God has for you later. And I, I think sometimes if we just focus on what we don't have, we miss God's blessings along the way, because everything that we're dealing with as we go through life is preparing us for what's next or for what's in the future. And so if you're willing to trust him and be obedient every step, his plan for you is going to be beyond what you can even imagine. That is so awesome, Noel. Yes, trust him and be obedient. That is big. Trust him and be obedient and um hey watch the blessings overtake your life i am a witness and so noel um okay so the last point you've kind of you know taken us on your journey but i want to say this and um uh 
go on the journey a little bit more. So living a life that God did not design for us to live can bring about great frustration, right? How did you come to know God's divine will for your life? Um, along the way. How did you know you were in the will of God? Take us along your journey and lead us to where you are today, discovering God's divine will. That's such a great question, Kimberly. And honestly, this is a really hard question and one I've wrestled with so much throughout my life. Um, I feel like in Christian circles, there's a lot of debate and discussion about how do we know God's divine will for us? And why do we sometimes feel we're not in his quote unquote, in his will? Um, I have felt that and learned through prayer and reading his word that he's not the author of confusion. My mom used to tell me that all the time growing up, Noel, God is not the author of confusion. So whenever I would feel confused or lost and wondering what his plan was for me, what his divine will was for my life, I have to bring myself back to that truth that God is not the author of confusion. Um, I wanted to share a scripture in 1 Corinthians 14 verses 26 through 40. It talks about, that's a kind of a long passage, so I won't read all of it, but basically the subject is about orderly worship. And Paul's talking about how when we come together, everyone has a song, a lesson, a revelation, et cetera. And all should be done to encourage one another. When we're worshiping, all of these things come together. We're singing, someone's teaching us, someone has a word of revelation. And instruction is given about not all speaking at once, but having order. So in order to learn something, in order to understand God's plan, we have to have order. And in verse 33, it says, that's 1 Corinthians 14, verse 33. It says, for God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. And I really believe we can apply this to all aspects of our life, especially when we're looking for God's divine will, because this is a part of God's character. When he says God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, that actually speaks to God's character and he can't deny who he is. Um, so whenever confusion comes and my peace is shaken, which it has been shaken so many times when I was younger, I thought I would, would be on Broadway. I thought I would be singing and acting professionally. I thought I might be modeling and doing commercials. And I just really had no idea that I would end up where I am now. So during all of those times, I would say, okay, Lord, you know, this is not what you have for me. So I'm going to do this for a little while. And then I'm going to wait for you to show me what's next. And then he would bring about something else. So then I started, you know, I went on that mission trip. I was interested in missions. Then I met my husband. Then I moved. Then I ended up working in Lebanon with the children, you know, the Syrian refugee kids. And I saw how God ordered all my steps. He didn't confuse me. He gave me peace at each step. And does that mean that we'll always have peace every moment of our lives? Absolutely not. We're human. We live in a fallen world. There's always going to be times where we're struggling to understand what's next and which path he has for us to take. But whenever my confusion comes and peace is shaken, I need to reevaluate where I am in life and if needed, change my course. So I believe that when we start to feel a little bit of that, oh, I'm not sure if I'm exactly where God wants me to be. I just say, okay, Noel, take a step back. Let's start you know, at the beginning and say, okay, Lord, this is what I'm doing now. Am I, it goes back to what we were talking about being um, obedient, trusting him. Do I need to make a change? Do I need to change my friend group? Do I need to change where I'm spending my time? Do I need to change my job? And sometimes it's big changes. Sometimes we actually do need to make a complete turnaround and go a different direction. 
but sometimes it's little changes, just spending more time in his word, you know, starting every morning, listening to praise music, opening the Bible, re, you know, reevaluate your life, set your thoughts on the path that he has for you. And once you do that, he'll always show you the next step. Like he always, my mom always said, do the next thing. I think she learned that from Elizabeth Elliot. Um, she always said, do the next thing, do just wake up, do what you need to do next, whether that's ironing a shirt, whether that's putting in a load of laundry, if you have kids, you know, just feeding your child, taking them to the park, like one thing after another, and then he'll bring along the next steps for you. Um, so when I was first thinking about what to do with my life, I needed direction from God and he always provided that. So every step that I've taken, he's always shown me that even if I'm not in ministry, I used to work in, um, in churches for a while and nonprofit organizations. And I thought, oh, I'm doing God's will. I'm in the center of his will. And yes, I believe I was at that time, but just because you might be in a secular job where I am right now, actually, um, just because you're in a secular job doesn't mean you're not bringing God glory and that you're not encouraging other people. You're called to be a light wherever you are. So understanding God's divine will for your life is where you are right at that time. You need to understand your sphere of influence, who you can influence for his glory. Um, and as I've grown older and been married, I've moved, moved across the world and back. Like I mentioned before, I'm now in the States and we've been here now about four and a half years. And my husband had never lived in the state. So he had a huge change. Um, but I believe that where I am now, I can see his faithfulness, how he's guided me and used me to where I am now for his glory. And I pray and hope that with Sam and I together as husband and wife are really focusing on our sphere of influence, understanding where we are as a couple and that God's will for our lives together. Like, yes, he has a plan for me. He has a plan for my husband with Sam, but he also has a plan for us as a couple. And it's not always perfect. And we may not always make the best decisions, but if our heart is to honor him and we're truly seeking his best for our, for us, for me, for him, he always works things for my good. And honestly, um, I was praying about what I would share today. Um, and I've been working on this for a little while and I would go, um, you know, to his divine will. I would think about it. I would go to scripture. I would come back to it. I would think through it. And honestly, this morning I had just the biggest revelation. And I think that's funny how God always does that. He just gives us exactly what we need. And sometimes we feel he's late, but it goes back to his divine will. Like he's always on time. Yes. So my husband and I, <laughs> my husband and I have currently been praying about our future and what God wants us to do with our time and our resources. And we want to be intentional about how we use what he's given us, our talents, our time, our resources. And I think as believers, that's something we should always be conscious of, especially as it relates to his will for our life. So we should be intentional about how we're using all of those resources. So today, this verse jumped out at me in our devotional time. We have a devotion every morning together. And of course, you know, I think it's so important for us to have our individual times with the Lord, but we believe that it's important important for us to come together and, and study his word. So I just wanted to share this encouraging verse that um, just to kind of close out my thoughts and it's Ephesians 3:20, And it says now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. Well said. Well said, Noel. This is just so good. And so I'd also like to just um, 
close us out and just speak a blessing. There's a blessing in the Bible in an amazing book called the Bible. Read it, read it. Um, and it's found in the book of Hebrews, okay? And it's in chapter 13, verses 20, 21. Um, and this is a blessing. And I like to speak this blessing over you today. And it says, now may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood. May he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen and amen and amen. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed today's podcast as much as I have, and I hope that you will join again for more Tuesday morning inspiration. Um, to learn more about Lady Life, you may visit our website at lovethelady-life.net. Again, that's lovethelady-life.net. Special thanks again to Lady Noel Haddad. Uh, Noel, tell tell our listeners where they can find you. Um, what are your social media locations? I know you're on Facebook. Um, where can they find you? Yeah, sure. I'm on Facebook most of the time. I'm also on Instagram and Haddad13. Um, so they can find me either of those places. Is it under the same name on both? Um, the Facebook is Noel Haynes Haddad. My maiden name is Haynes. So it's Noel Haynes Haddad on Facebook and in Haddad one three on Instagram. Awesome. 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 So thank you so much, Noel. Um, I love you so much. And please tell with Sam, um, that I said, hello, and I'm coming to see you all very soon. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much, Kimberly, for having me. I love speaking with you today. Yes, and special thanks to all of our listeners. Um, and remember, keep living your best life unto the Lord. Keep learning life's most valuable lessons. And keep creating change, positive change within your communities. Bye for now and have a blessed day.